This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are going to be answering one of the most burning questions you probably had. If you've been listening to our show for a while, you've probably had this question and we've never really given you an answer. Yeah. So are we going to give it to him today? Inquiring minds We did, they need did. to know. So, so what is that question that we want to answer for? We've literally been asked this question probably then. once. <laughs> no, no we, we get asked a lot, actually. Um, we, we have said in the past that a boot camp is not a men's retreat. It's not like a retreat. We don't call it a retreat, and there's a reason for it. And so people always go, well, well what's, what's, what's the reason? And so we're going to try to answer what's the reason tonight, Sam. Absolutely. We're going to talk about that. And I think it, as time goes on, it gets a little bit more confusing because you have this term boot camp being used by you know, all sorts of different uh, physical activities yoga boot camp you know, or whatever, right? You've got all these these other things. So why do we tend to call it boot camp? Well, for me, it's really important because I have two nice pairs of hiking boots and about the only time I wear them every year is to boot camp. So that's why I call it boot camp. They are probably made for walking. That's what just what I do. These boots are made for walking. One of these days. If you don't know that, go Google it. It'll it'll pop up. Nancy Sinatra. Sinatra It's her one time wonder. Yeah, that's right. So speaking of Nancy. Yeah. What about Nancy? This is Judy. (laughs) Well, we get to the clip about Judy and we can figure out what Nancy is after that, I guess. Uh, But this is from the the movie Private Benjamin. So you want to tell us a little bit about it? It is. And, and, Judy Benjamin, who, yes. you know, is not of the same, you know, 60s kind of thing of Nancy Sinatra. That's where I kind of was going with that. But anyway. Nice try. <laughs> well, you didn't watch. Did you watch Laugh-In? You know, it was. I it did was, watch Laugh-In. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, well, I was three. Golden. <laughs> On Nick and Night. Anyway, Goldie Hawn <laughs> finds herself in the army. And this is when she just begins the boot camp experience and and as she arrives she's quite certain that she's in the wrong place like this wasn't anywhere close to my expectation and the reason i feel like it makes a great clip is that i've met very few if any men after a day and a half of boot camp that aren't saying wow this is nothing like what i expected you know, when I came. So here's here's what Judy had, a little different. Sergeant Ross, this is the most pathetic group of trainees I have ever laid my eyes on. Wow. Ladies, my companies are the best trained, the best disciplined soldiers on this base. Um, <laughs> I hate to interrupt you, but um, could I speak to you for oh, a sec? Oh, my Lord, Sergeant, would you look at this? I've seen it, ma'am. <laughs> what's, what's your name, Princess? Huh? Judy. Judy. Judy Benjamin. Judy Benjamin. Um, I think they sent me to the wrong place. Uh Uh-huh. 
See, uh, I did join the army, but I joined a different army. Uh, I joined the one with the condos and the private rooms. What? No, really, my, my, my recruiter, Jim Ballard, told me that... I don't care, that... I don't care what your lousy recruiter told you, Benjamin. <laughs> now, I'm telling you, there is no other army. Wait a minute. I don't want to have to go to your boss or anything, okay? <laughs> I just... Look, to be truthful with you, I can't sleep in a room with 20 strangers. Oh, dear. And, I mean, look at this place. Yeah. The army couldn't afford drapes. I mean, I'll be up at the crack of dawn here. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I am, frankly, a little shocked. You're shocked? Yes. Why? This place is a sty. It's a sty? Yeah, I mean, look, look. Look at, look at these stains. Uh -huh. God knows where this has been. Yeah. And have you seen the bathroom? What, uh, do you think that the latrine, do you think that it's unsanitary? Oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. There are urinals in there. Well, that's because this is the army. Benjamin is not a sorority house. Um, may I see your toothbrush, please? <laughs> So, Robbie, you can explain real quickly. What, what's going on with the toothbrush there? It's electric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is electric. <laughs> that yeah. part we heard. Yeah, it goes right to that, you know. And I guess anybody who has a concept of what goes on at a boot camp, you know, if you're not meeting expectations, you get to clean the latrine with your toothbrush. Yeah, exactly. And so she's, she's experiencing that as she is being brought into an environment, clearly, where, you know, they're going to break you down to some extent. Yeah, now Darren, th this is similar in some ways to our boot camp, and but not the same either. Well, obviously. yeah, I mean, we supply you with the toothbrush. I yeah, mean, that's yeah, the difference, it, yeah. really, mainly. Um, it's Robbie's toothbrush. Yeah, it's Robbie's <laughs> toothbrush. We, we let you use that to clean the bathrooms. Um, now, yeah, it, it, you know, it's so funny that the expectations that people come with, um, you know, I remember going to the first men's retreat, um, I think it was actually a marriage retreat was the first church retreat I ever went on. And I thought, man, this is really going to be cool, you know, and, and I was I was excited about it. And there was there were some good things there, but I left there um, kind of feeling worse about myself than I did when I went. I mean, I figured out how horrible of a husband I was, um, how horrible of a father I was, um, how horrible of a Christian I was. And the, the worst part about it all, guys, was that I was surrounded by perfect marriages and perfect fathers and perfect husbands. I, I was the only guy there that didn't have it together. Mm -hmm. So I thought. Yeah. It, for me, going to some of the men, men's retreats and I, it, what was different is going to those was I didn't I walked away with hope a lot of times that things could be different, but it wasn't a lasting thing. And until I went to my first boot camp, there became something that became that stuck, that was lasting, that there was some definite change that happened, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But you know, it, it was totally different. And I think that if you're expecting to go to a boot camp and, you know, your idea of a boot camp is going to be a retreat where we, we're in a nice luxury hotel, that's not where we're at. You know, right? We're at Carolina Bible Camp, which is a very nice place. It's a great place to go, but it's a kid's camp primarily and, and so it is staying in cabins and it's not that many people to a room but it, it, it's not going to be this luxury hotel 
you know, if that's your version, that's not what we're there for. We're not there for comfort, right? It is a comfortable place to be. It's a fun place to be, but it's going to be totally different than what you really would expect if you've been to other retreats. Yeah, because even if you've never been to a retreat, because I had never been, they every time I had the thought of going to a retreat, I just kind of was like, uh, what's this going to be like? What are they going to do? And then, okay, they're going to talk about some things, whether it was secular or Christian. I don't know. There was just something about it that wasn't inviting. And fortunately, I was listening to the radio show and heard you guys. And I was like, this was, I'm, the more I listened, the more I was like, no, I think there could be really something here that I just need to hear. I just had that, you know, in me. And it was completely different than what I expected because I did expect the typical what you get out of retreats, what you hear about people talk about retreats. Coming in and being able to just listen to other men tell their stories and then be able to just go, okay, I'm hearing what they're saying. How does that apply to me? God, you walk out and you go do the covenant silence. You're like, so how does this apply to me? Where am I going? Why am I here? And start asking those questions and you actually start to get answers. And and that speaks to something Judy was experiencing there that, you know, a lot of us didn't receive in early life. That's called authority, right? <laughs> and and she's experiencing a new authority. Well, the neat thing from my perspective, and the thing that caught me totally off guard was I was not expecting the authority at boot camp to be God. Right? I expected it to be the leaders of the camp. I expected it to be, you know, something. But what changed really was understanding authority, not only the authority of God, but the authority of Satan. Yeah. Yeah, knowing the enemy and how he's coming after you, because, like, that is just huge, because that's what I started to learn was, oh, it's not just me and my own little self trying to figure things out. There's an enemy. This is how you can recognize the enemy. And here's healing and restoration you can understand where that's coming from yeah and we were told early on by darren or sam <laughs> you know you guys are gonna hear something you're gonna want to come talk to us yeah but don't go talk to god first you're, what they were doing was explaining where authority what you know right yeah i mean that's the the natural thing is when you hear somebody stand up on stage and they talk about something and you think wow they've got it together you know um, the, uh, again, the difference between this boot camp and a men's retreat is, you know, men's retreat, you have a paid speaker usually come in. He's got it all together. He's written books on marriage. You know, he's he's written books on fatherhood um, and all of those things. And so he's the authority and he comes in and he talks a good game and, and he might live a good game. I'm not not critiquing that at all or criticizing that. The difference at a boot camp is you're going to hear from Sam, you're going to hear from Darren, you're going to hear from Robbie, you're going to hear from Jim, you're going to hear from broken guys who've done it wrong, who've made others the authority in their life, not God, um, who've made themselves the authority, the pastor the authority, whomever. No one can live up to it. Our wives, the authority, no one can live up to that kind of pressure. And so those relationships crumble. Those people let us down. But God never does. And so what we do tell guys is, look, we're going to talk about something. We're going to talk about our personal addiction. We're going to talk about our personal brokenness. We're going to talk about our relationships that got broken and how God began to restore that. And you're going to think, oh, my goodness, 
I thought I was the only one, right? Just like I talked about a minute ago. I thought I was the only one. And you're going to want to come talk to me or Sam or Robbie, and we're going to say, no, go talk to God, because he's got answers way better than anything we've got. And then if God says, come back and talk to us, then fine, we'll, we'll be willing to talk to you, but we're going to point you to God first and often. I want to go ahead and get to a clip here, um, and I'm not sure what amount of time. We'll do it after the, the break, but uh, to talk about the power of story. Yeah. Because that's really what it is. When you, when you deal with people that is telling their authentic story, mm-hmm. it resonates, mm-hmm. right? It, 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 when they tell what God's done in their life and it's genuine, it resonates with it, right? And so we're going to come back and talk about the power of story and why we use it so much at boot camp and why God uses it. We go to masculinejourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp coming up April 2nd through 5th at Carolina Bible Camp. What a wonderful place to be. All the comforts of staying at a camp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and it's cold outside and you get out of the shower and your towel won't dry you off. Oh, (laughs) it makes you feel like you might need to throw in the towel. (laughs) Well, go ahead. We got something better for you. My pillow towels. I mean, some bath towels just don't absorb water. Others, you know, you feel like you're drying off with sandpaper. About 20 years ago, the textile manufacturers came up with a not-so-brilliant idea to make towels softer by adding chemicals. Great idea, but one problem. The towels won't dry you off. My pillow is changing back to the better days when towels actually worked. This is Southern Cotton from the USA. 60-day money-back guarantee. Colors to match any bathroom. White, mineral gray, stone, ocean blue, royal purple, and more. If you order right now, you get 30% off a set. Two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Call 800-943-7096. Use promo code CARGUY. I don't know a single man who hasn't struggled with some sort of habitual sin or even an addiction. This might be your opportunity for freedom. I would love to invite you to come to a Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp and meet some guys who have struggled just like you. And more importantly, meet with God, who would love to walk with you through the healing and restoration that He has to offer. Coming up April 2nd through the 5th, go to MasculineJourney.org to register now. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free men, and free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Boot Camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be, passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org. Hello, hello, singing in here. We can go ahead. <laughs> we, we go ahead. Welcome back to the Basket Journey. And uh, if you're interested in why we play that song, because Rodney leads us in that every morning as we walk through boot camp. No, that, that's not what we do. But uh, it's just something that reminds you that there's power in community. There's power in doing things together. And some of those, Darren, to come to a boot camp, you don't have to come with others, right? Wow, Rodney, he came by himself. That's true. And it stuck, oddly enough. I mean, as as miraculous as that might be. (laughs) Um, I went to my first boot camp by myself. Um, I 
think you might have went no i went with, with some a, people that i knew uh-huh but i kind of wished i would have went by myself <laughs> why talk about that well because i you know i i went out and god was doing some work on my heart some some amazing work and i walked back in from a session and, and one of the guys i worked with and his heart was in a good place but he mm-hmm. was just like so tell me what your wound was mm-hmm. well i was not ready to share my wound with others mm-hmm. and it felt very uh, um in my face yeah Kind of thing. And unfortunately, I just said, I'm not ready to do that yet. And he's like, okay, that's fine. You know, but that would have not probably happened had he not known me. Yeah. So ask yourself the question if you're listening um, how authentic can you be with two or three of your closest church friends? Okay. Um, and if And if the answer is, oh, well, they know everything about me, okay, bring them to boot camp with you. But if it is, oh, I, I don't know. Um, Look, this is a time to go be alone with God and some other guys who are going to be very authentic and very vulnerable. Um, and it's a time you don't have to tell anybody mm-hmm. at, at this boot camp. We're not going to make you share anything. Um, it's between you and God. And if you want to talk to somebody about what you're experiencing there, great, you can. But you don't have to, and you don't have to be responsible for anybody else. And that's the beauty of coming by yourself. Um, I, I'm glad that I went by myself. I really am. Because I probably would have played the poser a whole lot more had I come with others. Yeah, and for me, my first boot camp, I really didn't share anything with anybody. You know, the first person I shared it with was my wife when I got home. You know, because God had told me, you need to share these things with your wife. Right, because being to my own, you know, with, with my story having been about molestation and some of that, I was embarrassed, you know. And it took it took a level of healing. It took a level of God's working on me to share it with those close to me, and then to be able to share it with others, right? And I, and I just couldn't do it then. And, and fortunately, God saved me from that, from having to do it until I could do it later when the healing and restoration had occurred. My first boot camp. Not only was I did I not know anyone when I showed up. I was over 3,000 miles from home. We had left North Carolina, headed for Alaska on a mission trip, and I had a friend in North Carolina said, oh, you need to join these guys. And it was a week long. And it was sort of like Judy. Now I'm pretty flexible, unlike her. You know, I can go with the flow. But it blew me away. And it was a time spent with God and in God's country. I mean, we were near Juno. My initial thing there was really funny because he said, well, we're not sure where the tide is and whether we can drive to camp or not. I said, well, we're not going to get to camp. Oh, no, we'll we'll take the boat. We ended up on a boat to get there because the tide allows you to drive at certain times and not others. But the whole week was, and it was a week long, just was incredible and some of the guys at that camp ended up being great friends for life so I want to get to our clip and it's from the movie stripes and what i want you to listen to in this there's a couple guys there, there's some people in it that's really authentic and they share their story and i think you'll find that you'll be drawn to them a little bit more and although some others may make you laugh you can tell when they're not just being genuine And so we're going to listen to this and kind of talk about the power of story and how God calls us to share some of those stories when we're at boot camp. The name's Francis Sawyer. But everybody calls me Psycho. Any of you guys call me Francis, and I'll kill you. (laughs) You just made the list, buddy. 
and I don't like nobody touching my stuff. So just keep your meat hooks off. If I catch any of you guys in my stuff, I'll kill you. Also, I don't like nobody touching me. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> You're all in this together. One of these men may save your life one of these days. You understand that? <laughs> me? Yeah. My name's Dewey Oxberger. My friends call me Ox. You might have noticed I've uh, got a slight weight problem. No. Yeah, I do. No. Yeah, yeah, I do. Anyway, I went to this doctor, and well, he told me I, I swallowed a lot of aggression, along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> pizzas. <laughs> I'm basically a shy person. I'm a shy guy, and uh, he suggested taking one of these uh, aggression training courses. You know, these aggressive training courses like Est, those type of things. Anyway, it cost 400 bucks. Yeah, 400 bucks to join this thing. Well, I, I didn't have the money. And I thought to myself, join the army. It's free. <laughs> so I figured, while I'm here, I'll lose a few pounds. And you got what, a six to eight week training program here? A real tough one? Which is perfect for me. I'm gonna walk out of here a lean, mean fighting machine. <laughs> Zitsky. I've always been kind of a pacifist. When I was a kid, my father told me, never hit anyone in anger unless you're absolutely sure you can get away with it. Okay, Mr. Push-Ups. Let's hear your story. Chicks dig me. But now I know why I have always lost women to guys like you. I mean, it's not just the uniform. It's the stories that you tell. So much fun and imagination. Lee Harvey, you are a madman. <laughs> now, Robbie, you picked this clip. And obviously, there, there's some of this that really reminds you about boot camp. Oh, yeah. I think I've met all the... <laughs> yeah, I, I think I bugged with that person one time. And... Well, I... I it's a fascinating thing that you're getting called into your identity, which is an individual, but at the same point in time, once y you begin to, I guess, become a bit more authentic, you connect to men in a different way that really brings that sense of community, that sense of like belonging, or, you know, for me, like, a sense of importance like I, i'm this like i get to be part of this and this is an important thing you know that god's doing yeah rodney how important was it for you at your first boot camp that the guys got up and, and just were very authentic with their conversation you know they didn't they didn't pretend to be something that they weren't i think it was everything because i again was expecting more of a we're going to go in and maybe learn some things about the Bible. I heard the show, but I still didn't know about it. I knew you guys would use clips, but I had no idea the connection to life stories and the clips and God and the way all this kind of gets brought together in a way where you're going to walk out and go take that to God. Yeah. And going out and taking that to him one-on-one -on -one, knowing what I heard from you guys opening up being authentic has allowed me to start opening and sharing because I'm about as closed off as you're going to get. Yeah, when I've um, been to some other retreats before I went to a boot camp, there was nothing necessarily bad 
about them. And I think the people putting them on, their hearts were all in the right place. They were trying to help people find freedom. The difference for me in going to some of those was I walked away with tips and techniques. And that's good, but I didn't walk, I walked away with knowledge and not life. Right? And when I went to boot camp, God helped me find more of life. Because what we do at the boot camp is we direct you, as we said several times on the show in different ways, back to God. Right? The, the way the weekend's structured is you do learn about some things. You learn about things you need to take to God. Right? And then let God do the work that he wants to do and let him take you where he wants you to go. Because that's the power in the boot camp is the healing and the restoration that comes from what he's doing. I won't exactly say I disagree with you, but one of the things you said is that everybody is trying to give you freedom. And for me, it's almost (laughs) the difference between a retreat being the law, Mm -hmm. which is good, good and the boot camp being grace or finding the freedom and being able to become who you were meant to be. Yeah, and I I agree with you. I think that probably in their own intent, in their own way, they think it's going to help you find what you're looking for. You know, and it's never a bad thing to be directed to the Bible and to God's Word. You know, and that's we do talk about God's Word a lot at a boot camp. We yeah. also have say, you know, you can hear from God, and He's been speaking to you, and this is what you go do, and then God does that. Right, and you know, a lot of the a lot of the uh, things that are different. You know, why do we call it a boot camp? Well, a, a boot camp is about seeing what you have in common with other men right um when you go to a boot camp everybody's got the same haircut everybody's got the same uniform everybody's got the same wake-up time everybody eats the same food uh they learn the same uh enemy identification they learn how to identify who the enemy is they learn the weapons that they're going to use they they do all that together right and while god individually deals with us at a boot camp there is this sense of that you know what we're doing is we're providing an opportunity for god to come in and do that very rapid training right boot camp is to teach a guy to be a soldier in eight weeks right it it's something that we wish that people would learn all of their lives and just you could just go hey all right i'm ready to go in the army and they go oh okay well we're going to send you here because you're trained up and ready to go well that's not the case though and so boot camp is a condensed version of life learning the particular things that you need to learn in life in order to stay alive and keep others alive and to produce freedom for all well that's what a boot camp is we are teaching you in a in a short period of time and we're not really teaching so that's probably a false statement god is teaching you we're providing the opportunity for god to break you down let you see some things you have in common with other broken guys and then help you towards being that warrior that your heart wants to be yeah, and you can have your own haircut. Yeah. And you can wear your own different types of clothes. You don't have to dress like us. Yes. Yeah, because no one wants to dress like me. No. No. But uh, go to masculinejourney.org to register for the boot camp to listen to the After hour show that's going to come up right after this. We're going to record it. We're going to talk about what God's done for us at boot camps and the power of those and, and some of the significant takeaways that we've each had. So again, go to masculinejourney.org to register for boot camp. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, lots of places. 
to get the podcast. 